The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello, today on the Email Marketing Show, we're talking about why you should not worry about your unsubscribe rate. Now, when this episode comes to an end, we don't want you to feel all worried, like you've got questions and maybe this doesn't apply to you, or if it does, how does it apply to you and your business? So come and hang out in our free Facebook group. It's called the Email Marketing Show Community. Very creative. Just go to Facebook, search for the Email Marketing Show Community. You can join us for free there. If you want to, give us your email address. We'll start sending you our daily emails. If you don't want to, that's fine too. Just come and hang out in the group. Uh, or if you've got a web browser handy, just go to robandkennedy.group and it will forward you over to the Facebook group and then you can join. There you go. He's wearing memory foam slippers to stop his feet from falling off from standing all day. It's comedy hypnotist Robert Temple. And he is now a homeowner. It's psychological mind reader, Kennedy. Kennedy. I haven't done the picture of me holding the keys at the front door. I just can't bring myself to do it. And as if your hair wasn't sort of grey enough. You have all the stress that you go through with solicitors and conveyancing and moving house and packing boxes and unpacking boxes. I tell you what, I've learned some stuff about solicitors and one of them is you don't have to be that clever. And you know what? I noticed when you were moving house, the cats did absolutely nothing. Yeah, they, you know, they just... If, if there was any help in getting into boxes, they did a cracking job of that. Have you, have you at any point yet set off from the shops or somewhere and uh, started started heading towards your old house and then realised, oh, I don't live here anymore? No, I'll tell you what I did, though. You know, you know, that bit in the morning, which before you open your eyes and you sort of think, oh, I was thinking, oh, my bedside table's there. I'll just, and then I was like, where's my bedside? Oh, no, I'm, I don't live there have, anymore. I don't have a bedside table right now. And now there's a smashed glass of water on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Hello, this is the show where we give you course creators and you coaches and membership site owners, everything that you need to use psychology-driven email marketing and be the email marketing hero of your business with a brand new episode all together now, every email marketing Wednesday! Oh, you course creators, you. <laughs> that was really cute. Uh, bloody email marketing Wednesday, I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode of the show. We've got some bangers coming up, including this one. As you're listening, grab a photo, a selfie, or a screenshot of the episode you're listening to. Whack it on social media. You can tag us at Rob and Kennedy on Instagram or Twitter. We'd love to see what you're listening to and what you're finding value in. Now, people ask us all the time which email marketing platform we use. And the truth is, our customers use lots of different platforms, and they're, they're all great. But the one that we use, we have done for like since 2010, and honestly, we love it a little bit too much, is Keep. Keep allows you to create really intuitive email automations. You can book appointments with clients or potential clients, and you can send emails all under one roof. And they're sponsoring this show, which we're delighted about. So we've hooked up a 14-day free trial for you over at emailmarketingheroes.com forward slash keep today. Go and check it out. Lovely times. You should definitely go and check that out. Uh, we do we do love Keep, and thank you, the lovely people at Keep, for sponsoring the show so we can keep doing what we're doing. So we're talking about those unsubscribe rates. We know that it's a bit scary you're, you know you're doing your email marketing and you get those notifications or you you look inside your email marketing dashboard and it says oh these people 
They've left. And you feel like it's a dodgy breakup with an ex where you've just... And they haven't even told you. Like, you, you get home and they've nicked the telly and, like, their bag's gone and there's a wardrobe empty and you're like, hang on, I thought that was my telly. You know, it's kind of how it can make, it can feel a little bit. Um, I talk from experience, by the way. <laughs> he was horrible. I can't believe he took the telly. <laughs> hey, you're going to create a reputation for me. Anyway, the big thing is that... As we say, subscribers are not Pokemon. You don't have to collect them all, right? When people unsubscribe, they're kind of doing you a favor, and we're going to talk about why they actually they actually are doing you a really, really great favor. Basically, list building, building an email list, is not about building the biggest, baddest, bestest list in the world, right? It's not. It's about actually having a list of people who want to hear from you, who want to buy from you. If they're not going to buy from you ever, they may as well not be on your list. The only good reason to be on your list is if they're going to tell somebody else to join your list who might buy from you. But otherwise, I don't need more friends. I've got lovely friends. We've got lovely listeners who write in and all that sort of lovely stuff. I don't need more people on my list who are just dragging me down. Listeners who write in, like they're sending off a stamp dressed envelope and a, a little postcard so they might be able to win a blue beater badge or something. <laughs> they write in. Who's ever written in, emailed in? That's what they've done, mate. Yeah, you, well, you write a bloody email, don't you? You write an email. Just the word written in just has a very twee expression. It has twee feeling to it, doesn't it? Or somebody sitting down with a postcard. <laughs> and uh, please put it on a self, self-addressed envelope and we'll return your paintings and your artwork to you later in the week, maybe. Uh, anyway, yeah, I mean, this, this, this unsubscribe thing is useful. It's actually sort of a self cleaning thing I, I always remember the first time I heard that you're not supposed to clean your ears out because your ears are self-cleaning or something is what somebody said like you shouldn't put anything smaller than do, your elbow you in your remember? ear was what they said I, uh, do you remember that when you heard about like self-basting turkeys I had a very strange <laughs> image of like of this turkey in the oven with like a, a basting brush going yeah diddly dee like it's a <laughs> what a Basically, sad state. this is this is your list cleaning itself. It's your list telling you who's not interested because your subscribers are one by one saying, no, no, thank you. This is not for me. And sometimes, strong language alert coming, explicit rating on Apple Podcasts coming. Sometimes they'll type a little message in the unsubscribe box that the, the email marketing platforms gives them saying, fuck off out of my <laughs> inbox. <laughs> when you say sometimes, I mean, that happens, doesn't it? And that's all right as well. Like, as long as you don't get attached to the fact that they happen. I mean, we think it's, we're laughing so we think it's but, funny. Uh, and and the good news is, by them clicking that thing, you have fucked off out of their inbox. Right. Now, we think it's very funny. So that's why we're making a joke about it. But basically, here's the thing, right? This is your house. And this takes a massive mindset shift, right? So sit down, put the kids down, turn the telly off, and listen to this very carefully. <laughs> Take that out of your mouth. Because your emails are landing in people's email inboxes, it's easy to think that you're sort of interfering with their day, that you're being intrusive, right? But let's turn this around for a minute. And remember, this email newsletter, this email thing, this email list, the emails you send, this is your house and you invited them in for a cuppa. You put a thing on the internet that said, I send an email as often as I want to send an email about the things I want to send an email about and selling the things that I want to sell. If you'd like to receive those emails, then come on in, make yourself at home. I'll put the kettle on. And if at any point they don't like what you've done with the wallpaper or they think the clock's too big for the mantelpiece, they can leave. If they don't like the decor and they don't like your shit crack and they think your tea's horrible, they can leave at any point and that's okay. 
if they're a dick to you for some reason, like they email you and say, stop spamming me, stop spamming me, you can kick them out. You can go in and do what we do, which is unsubscribe them and then send them a reply saying, sorry about that. I'm unsub- well, I'm not really sorry, but sorry you feel that way. I've unsubscribed you. Don't get attached to the fact that you have to make their inbox a better place. Sure, doing good emails will make email it will make an email inbox better for somebody, but only if they're into that kind of thing, only if they're really interested in what it is, only if they remember why they're on your list, only if they're not distracted by somebody else, only if like they actually opted in for your email list and it, they weren't there as a result of somebody else typing Dave Johnson 74 instead of 73. But remember, this is your house. You invited them in. If they don't like it, they can leave at any point. If you don't like them, you can kick them out at any point. This is your house. You write your emails for you. You write emails that you... I heard I heard a comedian I look like recently talk about um, that comedians... He thinks comedians should do the comedy they would like to pay to go and watch. I think you should send the emails that you would like to receive. Send the emails that you would get value from and you would find interesting. And then build an audience of people who want those emails. And if they don't want them, that's okay. There's loads of other people who do. And the truth is, the people who unsubscribe from your list, they might go and subscribe to somebody else and love it. And that's great. Somebody else is serving them now. Well, badly, who knows? Somebody else is serving their needs. You can serve the people who want your stuff. And when they do unsubscribe, that is actually improving your deliverability because the people who don't want your emails rather than like just not opening your emails not clicking your links not engaging which is all telling things like google and all the other platforms yahoo and all that lot that your emails are not very good because they're not very good for that person rather than you sending emails that are not getting engaged with they're just leaving the party they're not just being it's like that grumpy person in the corner of a party who's like bringing who's like putting a real downer on the whole party who's that boring sod over there that person person's left so you can lift the atmosphere of the whole party your deliverability is going up because everyone who is getting your emails thinks they're flipping excellent so when they're leaving they're just saying hey i'm not gonna drag this party down i'm gonna just get out of here because it's just not my jam i don't like the music i don't like the wallpaper right now one of the big misconceptions that a lot of us have is that we we look at every single subscriber that we bring in and we look at what we did in order to get them. So if you're running ads or something, and let's imagine you're paying, I don't know, $5 per subscriber. So on average, you're running traffic from Facebook or wherever to a landing page. People are opting in. And on average, it's costing you $5 to get each subscriber. It's easy to look at that and think, oh, I paid $5 to get that subscriber. And now they've unsubscribed. And then that leads to you thinking, Hmm. if I emailed less or if my emails were different or whatever, then that person might not have unsubscribed or wouldn't have unsubscribed. And then I would have been $5 better off. Like I've now got, you know, I've spent me $5 still, but I've still got the subscriber I paid $5 for. We have to stop that mindset. Instead, you want to think about how it works as a bigger picture. So if you're spending $5 to get a subscriber, then if you spend $1,000, you get 200 subscribers. And now you work with those 200 people collectively to make the $1,000 back. If your goal is to try and make every single subscriber profitable, that's never going to work. It just doesn't work that way. We try and remove as much of the numbers game element as possible from email marketing, but there's still a bit of a numbers game at play here. You want to have those 200 people to collectively make the $1,000 back. Now, on average, we make $12 per subscriber per month. So 200 times 12, I'm literally Googling it as we speak, is $2,400. So with our business and our setup, the way that we use our campaigns and everything that we give you inside the league, our membership, we would make $2,400 per month 
from those 200 subscribers. That's 200 times 12, right? If you make $1 per subscriber per month, you make $200. Uh, if you make $5 per subscriber per month, you make $1,000. So by, it's one of the good things about that number is you can see where your profit or loss and whatnot sits. So basically your job is to make the $1,000 back and some more as profit from the 200 subscribers. And then that's going to work really, really well. So that's what you're looking for. And the truth is those people who unsubscribed, they would have unsubscribed at some point anyway. Don't think, well, if I just email less or if I email differently, the truth is they're obviously not that interested in the thing that you've got right now. So they're probably not going to, you know, if you email once a week for five weeks, they're probably going to unsubscribe in five weeks time, as opposed to if you email every day and for five days, they're going to email, going to unsubscribe after the five days. So what you just, you're just preventing the, you're not preventing it. You're just pushing it further down. The At road. the end of the day, there's no point of having like a huge monster list of like a million billion people that you're just too scared to email in case they unsubscribe. I mean, what's the point in that? The only reason you've got email subscribers so you can communicate with them, build relationships with them to a point where they invest in you or they, they buy something from you or they, they apply to, to your programmers or whatever. So you, you wanna, we want to get over that idea of emailing people is a thing we should be afraid of. And we've heard of people who are like, oh, I don't even want to start my email marketing because it means I have to email people. Well, yeah. When you email people, you build relationships. As you know, as a listener of this show, you know that we build relationships with people by email so that they will want to choose to buy from us. And at the end of the day, one of the great things when they do unsubscribe is this naturally keeps your email list really lean. And by keeping it lean, by leaving the party, as we keep talking about, what that does is it keeps your email hosting costs down. Like if you're on a package with your email platform where you get 5,000 contacts in that or 5,000 subscribers in that, in, in that package, well, as soon as you hit 5,001 subscribers, they're going to want you to upgrade and pay them more money. But the good news is if some people are leaving the party, some people are unsubscribing, guess what? You might remove them from your email list. Some email providers don't even count them towards your, towards your cap. So that means you're keeping your cost Look, you're keeping your cost really lean. Now, of course, because email marketing is that such a high return on investment activity, then usually the costs of upgrading yourself are not massively prohibitive. But it's always good to keep an eye on cost, no matter how big a business you are. You never want to overpay for something that you that you've already that you've already got, right? So by keeping people unsubscribing, if they're just if they've changed direction, if they've they they're no longer in your audience because people do change their lives, they change their minds, they change their focus. They open a business, they close a business, they go get a job, whatever whatever it, whatever their reason for changing direction is, or they just don't like your style, and they leave. Well, guess what? Your your number of subscribers drops down below that threshold again, and you no longer need to upgrade. And I think finally. We talk a lot about, people talk a lot about niching down, you know, niching down to what it is that you teach or what it is that you do and who you do it to. And really, like, this is like the ultimate niching down. Effectively, every time you send an email and people unsubscribe, and I'm just going to put that out there, by the way, because this is a common misconception. A lot of people think that if they send an email and 98% of people don't open it, that their open rates are bad. I think people are expecting, like, people, I think people are expecting, well, they signed up to my list and I'm sending them emails and only 30% of people look like they're opening if you can trust the open rates and stuff. And the truth is, like, that's that's okay. That's a perfectly good open rate. Nothing wrong with that. If that's what you're getting, that's, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's perfectly respectable. So I think the thing here is to, to realize that not everybody's going to resonate with your style and not everyone's going to resonate with your message, which means that you can niche right down to exactly the people who are. Every time you send an email, people will unsubscribe. That's a fact. Just get ready for it. And 
when you send that email and people unsubscribe, they're basically getting themselves off their list, which we've already talked about. That leaves you with the people who resonate with your style. They resonate with, resonate with the kind of words that they that you use. If you swear, they like swearing. If you don't swear, they probably don't like swearing. Like that all works nicely. And they resonate with the message that you share as well. And what that means is they're not just interested in buying your thing and understanding your thing, but they're very specifically interested in learning it from you. So every week when we release a new episode of the Email Marketing Show, if you listen to it and you like it and you subscribe, which you should, by the way, and leave a review and take a photograph (laughs) and do everything else you're supposed to do with podcasts these days, and you come back next week, that means you like our style. It means you're interested in email marketing. I just did a little like dance there while I said that. They they like your style. They like what you're going to learn from, and they like learning it from you. You like learning email marketing and from us, right? Some people won't like learning it from us. And that's okay. You might be one of those people. You might be listening to this for the first time and you might think, oh, sod that. I'll never listen to those two again. And that's all right as well. Because that we're not for everybody and you're not for everybody. So you get to niche right down to the people who want to learn your thing. They want to learn it from somebody like you. They want to learn it specifically from you. And those are the most profitable people to have in your world. And that creates what we call this environment of zero competition. You're no longer competing with other people doing what you do because they've decided that it's you, your style, your frameworks, your personality, your way that they want to learn from. That's really, really, really important. That environment of zero competition because no one can come in and sweep them away from you. All right? No one can do that. If you want more, and you want more of this, and you want to see more consistent sales from your email marketing, let us hand you our library of email sequences, training, and monthly group coaching inside of our amazing community that we call the League of Email Marketing Heroes. (laughs) That's our monthly membership, especially designed to help you sell more of your courses, bring in new members to your programs, and win more coaching clients, the psychology-based email marketing. You can go and join us right now over at theleaguemembership.com. Literally just hurl hurl open, I can't even speak, hurl open your browser and go to theleaguemembership.com to join and get instant access to a treasure trove of amazing campaigns and training all about email marketing. If you like our style and you're now thinking that this is an environment of zero competition because you like the way that we teach it, then theleaguemembership.com is a cracking place for you to crack to, to, to go over to. With that said, Rob, it's time for this week's... Subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. So this one's this week's one is have you got a napkin question mark? I always I always like questions. I always think they're good because I think that you can't help but think yes, no, or what when somebody asks you a question. Your brain subconsciously just switches into gear and says, "I don't know why." What do you want to know that for? Yeah. Who? Like yeah, what, what do I need a napkin for? Yeah, and why do you care, etc. And basically, the premise of the email was, in order to create the scent from the subject line to the email to the call to action, was there's this old thing back in the day that said your business model should be so simple you can draw it on a napkin. Can't remember who said it was, but somebody famous and poignant said you should be able to draw your entire business model on a napkin or it's too complicated. But actually, if you get into the weeds of like your campaigns and emails and funnels and stuff like that, those can get quite complex looking in air quotes. And so basically you want to actually have a really good system for building out all of these so you don't lose track of what they're doing and all of that stuff. And we were promoting a thing that allows you to do that and keep track of it all. So have you got a napkin? This week's subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Seriously, thank you so much for tuning into the show. We really appreciate it. If you're brand new to the show, make sure that you 
you hit subscribe on your podcast player because we do release a new episode every single week. If you're a regular listener, sincerely, thank you for keep tuning into the show. We hope that you continue loving what we're doing here. Do us a favor, share it on your social media platforms. Let people know you're tuning into this, you're developing yourself, you're developing your business, and you're proud of that fact because people love to do business with people who they know are invested in themselves. We really appreciate you listening to the show. We'll be back again next week with another swell episode. I just want to use the word swell. That's a really good word, isn't it? See you next week. Bye. The email, my-